Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So I have a bunch of updates to share about Donald Trump's coup clowns. First is news about attorney and coup memo author John Eastman. He may soon be an ex-attorney because on Thursday of last week, the judge in his California disbarment proceeding made a verbal preliminary finding of culpability. Uh, saying that he appears to have breached professional ethics in his attempt to overturn the election for Trump. On Friday, both sides gave their closing arguments and Eastman offered rebuttal testimony. The state called several expert witnesses back to the stand and they completely refuted Eastman's arguments. And as I've mentioned throughout my coverage of this proceeding, even some of Eastman's own witnesses admitted that there was no concrete proof of election fraud or that their assertions of election fraud were based solely on their feelings or speculation and theories, but they had no actual facts or evidence. The state bar also presented what's called aggravation evidence uh, on Friday. That's evidence that basically justifies the termination of his law license. So to you know, essentially show his actions caused harm. Mainly what they're arguing is that it caused the harassment and threats against election officials and workers, and that it also more important or not more importantly but equally importantly it undermined public trust in elections and now that the trial has officially concluded both sides have been given until november 22nd to submit post-trial briefs and the judge then has 90 days from that date in which to issue her decision and her recommendations for punishment, if any. Um, but as I mentioned previously, Eastman can still appeal that decision, and then the final decision will be made by the California Supreme Court. So we'll see what happens with that. Could still be a while. Next up is bad news for Trump's final chief of staff, Mark Meadows. As was recently reported, as I shared with all of you, Meadows had accepted an immunity deal. That's what ABC News is reporting based on several sources. His attorney is denying it, but that is what's being reported. He has allegedly spoken with the special counsel investigating Trump's attempted coup several times. He allegedly you know, met with the grand jury and gave testimony before the grand jury. And he allegedly admitted to making false statements in his book about the 2020 election. Meadows had conceded, yeah, I didn't actually believe the election was stolen. Well, that stands in direct contradiction to what's written in his book. And now his publisher is pissed and they're suing him. True Road Books filed a lawsuit against Meadows last week and it cites Meadows' written agreement that, quote, all statements contained in the work are true and based on reasonable research and accuracy. The agreement also certifies that Meadows did not make, quote, any misrepresentations to the publisher about the work. So in addition to filing the lawsuit, the publisher has pulled Meadows' book off the market. And so they're asking for approximately $3 million in damages and fees. True Road Books says that they're asking for $1 million for lost profits, $1 million for reputational damage, over $600,000 in out-of-pocket damages, and then they want to be reimbursed for the $350,000 that they upfronted to Meadows for the rights to the book. 
whoops. <laughs> so it sounds like his uh, get out of jail free card is not so free. It's going to cost him a few million. Michael Cohen tried to warn these people, right? He tried to warn they were going to destroy their lives and their families by aligning themselves with Trump. But their hubris got the best of them. Speaking of which, Rudy Giuliani's attorney just went before the D.C. Disciplinary Board on Thursday, and he argued that he should be allowed, Giuliani should be allowed to retain his license because they claim that he had little to do with the flawed Pennsylvania election lawsuit that others filed. Plus, they said that the committee should consider, quote, all his past accomplishments. Well, the board's chairperson shot back with a question. She asked if Giuliani's, quote, reputation, his accomplishments, allowed him to exploit a frivolous lawsuit. And an attorney for the D.C. Disciplinary Office uh, that filed the charges against Giuliani to begin with, he told the board that anything less than disbarment would be meaningless. And he cited the fact that Giuliani is, quote, utterly unrepentant. So the nine-member disciplinary board said they're going to make their decision in the near future. However, the ultimate and final decision will be made by the D.C. Court of Appeals. But Giuliani either seems to be unaware of how much trouble he's in or he's just unconcerned about the Trump train coming down the tracks towards him because two sources told Rolling Stone News Outlet that Giuliani has said that he'll never, quote, break. So he's, he said he's never going to flip on Trump. And then Trump has reportedly told others that even if they put Giuliani in solitary, he'll never flip on him. He trusts him that much. So, you know, it makes you wonder if Trump has something on him. That seems to be the only plausible explanation. It just doesn't make sense. Um, next up is news about Trump's co-defendant, Harrison Floyd. Floyd, you guys might recall, he is the former head of the Black Voices for Trump group. He's one of the people who was charged in Georgia with crimes related to pressure and intimidation against election worker Ruby Freeman. I mentioned recently his attorneys had filed numerous subpoenas. They were requesting absentee ballots, forensic images of voting machine servers, all kinds of information. Well, he apparently intends to use these items to try to prove that Donald Trump won the election in 2020. I seriously, I mean, you would think there are people with access to more information than he has that if they could have proven that they would have done so at this point. Well, Floyd's attorney said that even if he can't prove that Trump won, they believe there's enough evidence to show that Floyd really believed it. And so his belief was reasonable, so he didn't have any criminal intent. And Floyd has offered to pay for the cost to produce all of these items and to sign a court document that would prevent him from revealing any private information found in these materials. Now, the Fulton County prosecutors told the judge that Floyd's requests are, quote, vague, unreasonable, and a fishing expedition, and that they burden or they would burden the attorney general's office because of the amount of personal information that would need to be redacted. And the DA's office said it could take up to six months just to produce all of this information. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution news outlet, though, 
the judge seemed a little skeptical of the DA's argument, and he questioned if maybe there had been similar requests from other entities. So maybe they've already produced some of this information. So I'll let you know how that shakes out. But that's where it stands with the Ku Clowns right now. When I hear more, I will let you know. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it, become a subscriber, become a donor if you possibly can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.